once again, everybody. Welcome to the Eric Sancho Podcast. I hope you are well. Queen of the Forest is trying to talk me out of going to uh, Fear Bunker North for a happy time weekend. She knows that I hate being alone. She's capitalizing on that with, uh, you know, she, are you sure you do that? Uh, you want to go up? Are you, are you, um, uh, cause I, I do hate it when she's not there. I have uh, such a better time when we're together. I mean, who wouldn't uh, being alone, talking to trees and dogs is one thing, but it's so much more fun when you've got your poo bear there. You can't go very long without your poo bear. Again, I am uh, completely institutionalized. I am, I am Brooks was here when it comes to my marriage. I didn't think it was possible to be more attached at the hip, but we are, you know? It, you know, but the, what's crazy is there are people that are like me who well, you've been together for this long, and then, you know, they, they go for like another 20 years and then they're in their 70s, and then they get divorced after like 50 years of marriage. Have you ever heard of that one? What the fuck are you supposed to do if you're a 75, 80-year-old man, and after spending a whole lifetime together, you suck, and this, I, I know people who've done this. They then get divorced. What? What kind of idiot are you? What? Basically, your whole life's been a waste. Come on. So I'm like, all right. I'm still going up. And then uh, she's like, well, are you sure? You know, the weather's going to be bad. It's going to be bad weather. It's a 50% chance of rain on Saturday and a 75% chance of rain on Sunday. And I'm like, what I want to say is quit trying to talk me out of this. I like going up there. It's absolutely quiet. All I hear is my, my birds out in the woods. Not a, not a single sound of anything like cars, unless if maybe sometimes you hear explosions from the artillery range nearby, but this is it. Okay. Nothing to do there. Absolutely nothing to do. I don't have a motorcycle. I don't have a side-by-side, any of that shit. Nothing. Don't have a boat. Don't fish. Don't trap. Don't look for mushrooms. Don't hunt. All I can do there is pick up sticks, chop down trees, and split wood. That's it. There's nothing more and go running. Nothing more to do. And you're like, what the fuck? What? How, how is that fun? I can't quite put my finger on it. I don't know why, but it is. If there's people up there, everybody's seated around the fire. And I'm walking around them, not seated, obviously, 
picking up sticks. That's what I do there. And they all say, you are your dad because that's all he would do. He can't do that anymore. He can't, he can barely walk. Well, it's easy for him to fall over, especially on uneven ground like what we have there. Which is why I, I kind of want one day the NFK and, and my dad to get, have a foot race down the drive. I mean, these two are both, oh my God, very tippy. So that's that. And then the idea of, uh, I talked about it yesterday to the NFK. Hey, you want to go up north? Yeah. I go, all right, it'll just be you and me. Oh, uh, I might not go. I'm like, what a, what a kick in the nuts that is. I mean, I'm glad I would rather be alone, frankly. Uh, but I offered it in case you wanted to go. So then I'm laying in bed last night and then fear crept my heart. Uh, crept across my heart. What if, what if I'm up there? And like the last time I was up there, O'Neill sees something in the woods and takes off. There's this family of turkeys that wanders around. They're a bunch of assholes. And uh, it's probably like 10 turkeys that kind of hang out together and just they just wander around from plot to plot. And O'Neill must have seen them or something. And I told you the story how he took off and I, what a, I'm running through the woods, Blair Witch Project style, and I can't, I cannot find him. Bruce was with him. Bruce comes back amazingly, but O'Neill's gone. Long story short, I was driving around acreage and uh, banged on my neighbor Bosco's door to see if he'd seen O'Neill and then Bosco wasn't home, but O'Neill comes walking out. I'm like, holy shit, my God, I'm so lucky I stopped. Here you are. Put him in the car. So I'm sitting there in bed last night. I go, now what the fuck am I going to do if O'Neill takes off? Down a person to help look for him. That would make it that much more difficult. And frankly, even if it was Diana and I and O'Neill took off again, we probably wouldn't be so lucky. And I cannot live without, with myself, if I lose a dog, okay? That is torture. What the hell happened? Now, I think he's chipped. You know, they, they, they put a little microchip in the dog, and then they, uh, they, they, you know, they take the dog to a place that has like a reader, and they hold it over the back of the dog and determine who the owner is. But even that... I'm like, okay. And I had talked about this and I never did do it. So here I am laying in bed Tuesday night. I go on Amazon and I buy dog trackers. Oh my God. I'm so stoked. Uh, cheap too. You can get a, a nice dog tracker for 50 bucks. And you put the thing on their collar and then it talks to your phone. And it's like, Fucking five bucks a month for to uh, monitor. So I bought two of them. One for uh, Bruce, one for O'Neal. And then you're like, oh, you ran away? Oh, okay, asshole. Let me just punch you up here. Oh, there he is. There he is. I see him. I kind of want him to get lost so that I can put this thing in action. So there you go. I have my dog GPS. It'll be here tomorrow. And uh, yeah... 
And then, but the thing is, it's so weird. My brain is so um, messed up because I realized last night that I don't have a dog tracker. So I like go to Amazon and I'm looking at it. I'm like, and I'm actually like thinking about it. Like, huh, should I? I don't know. I'm like, what do you, yes, you should, you dick. This is a foolproof way to keep from being tortured uh, emotionally if he takes off. You very easily track him in real time. You can actually see the little, you'll have a little icon of your dog moving along a map. Of course, I can't uh, prevent the locals from uh, you know, stealing him or eating him, which they, they might do. But I ordered it. So I am stoked. Welcome in to this Wednesday edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures and personal adventures. Uh, that was, uh, boy, it, when this one happened um, yesterday at the YMCA, I was like, oh, God, yes, this is how it all unfolds. And I have a witness to it. Uh, went to the Y, doing my thing, getting ready for the big workout, you know. And uh, dude walks in who I know. He listens to the show. His name's Cecil, of all of all names. Kind of a rare name. I, I may have even mentioned Cecil in the past. Really laid back dude. Nice guy. Friendly as hell. And uh, Cece, how are you? Not bad, man. How you doing? Small talk, small talk. And then uh, my small talk takes me to... So, uh, had enough queen coverage referring to the, uh, the death of the queen. And he goes, yeah. Oh my gosh. Now that's where that's going to end. Cecil and I, uh, you know, we're having this conversation and then we hear from way over on the other side of the locker room. Yeah. I can't believe that shit. We're like, uh, and I look at him, he looks at me, and he kind of smiles. And uh, then the guy emerges. I've never seen him. I've never spoken to him. And he's now, you know, on the he's visible, but he's still on the other side of the locker room. He goes, my God, we went to war with those people to get away from their tyranny, and here we are kissing their ass. Saying it just like that. And I, I look at him and I like, okay, you better respond quickly and just, but at the same time, end this conversation is this psychopath is okay. Something bad is going to happen. It, we're a seconds away from a mass casualty incident. And I, I just said, I go, yeah, it's been everywhere. And then look down, put on my shoes, and, and then Cecil, I can see him. The guy can't see Cecil. I can see Cecil. And Cecil's looking at me and grinning, and he's thinking the same thing I'm thinking. That in 12 hours, I will be talking about this on the podcast. Absolutely. Finish up, wander out. Later on, I see Cecil on the gym floor. I go, guess what I'm starting my show uh, Wednesday with, and he goes, Oh yeah. Oh my God. And we're trying to like rehash exactly what the guy said. So we get it right. I go, oh, it doesn't fucking matter. We've, we've captured it. We know what the fuck he said. 
Oh my God. Who the fuck does that? Just, just jumps into a conversation. That's the thing with the YMCA. You, you, you never know, uh, what type of, uh, um, reaction you're going to get that you're going to get from dialogue between yourself and someone else. When another person happens to be listening in the locker room, this is officially locker room talk. And there's a couple of crazy idiots that work out there that, uh, will do this. This one dude who I avoid, if you are in the locker room and you happen to start talking politics in a second, this fucking fossil will be in your face giving you his two cents about how Democrats are evil and uh, they are in charge of a cabal that is going to cannibalize and eat children. He's, he's a QAnon nut. And, oh, my, I've seen it go down. I have seen it go down. And so uh, everybody I see at the Y, most everybody I know, first name basis, how are you? Takes me a while to get their names, but uh, I do. And, but this guy... Oh my God. I avoid him like the plague because I have seen him in action. And not only is he crazy, but he's long winded crazy. And I've seen many a people in, uh, being talked to and only one person is talking and it's this crazy fuck, uh, going on and on and on about nutball shit. Fuck me. I come walking through the Y yesterday and there's this dude. I've been trying to figure out his name forever. And I went so far, I even told this story, as to go to the uh, person who checks people in. I go, hey, what was the name of that guy right there? And um, she says to me, uh, and she goes, actually said, well, how do I know? I go, well, just look for the black guy. There's nobody, there's very few black guys that show up at the Y. And sure enough, minutes later, she goes, oh, yeah, I see that this black guy came in here about 10 minutes ago. And she gave me his name. And uh, I go, okay, great. So then I remembered it, but then I forgot it. And the reason why I want to know his name, because he's constantly coming up to me saying, hey, Eric, how are you? And I was always like, hey, bro. Hey, what up? And uh, then finally, just the other day, I brought it up again and I go, uh, and he says, hey, Eric, how are you? I go, hey, Jamal, what's up, Jamal? Yeah. And he goes, ah, oh, man, it's Javon. I go, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, You know, I had the jaw. I had the jaw. Is that? And he goes, hey, it's okay. And he was really sweet, and he's nice and friendly. I love the guy. So then i like, well, okay, I got to commit this to memory. Yesterday, I'm walking through, and he sees me, and he starts smiling. And I go, I look at him. I go, Javon. And he goes, my man. And boom, slap me some skin. It was fucking sweet. Busy day at the Y. Busy day here on the show. I've got Dear Meathead happening in 42 minutes with my 88-year-old father. Talked to him yesterday, sharp as attack, doing great. Uh, 88 years old. I cannot believe it. You know, here we are, September. In six months, we'll be celebrating 89 years on this earth. God willing, send in your questions. 
Eric at EricZaneShow.com if you have a question for Dear Meathead. Uh, in fact, let's take a look. Uh, subject line, Meathead or Dear Meathead, as long as it has uh, Meathead in it, is, uh, is fine by me. I know I got some yesterday. Meathead. All right. Uh, as usual, Aram, how about that? Uh, Adam. Has a question. Nick writes in. So I've got three. If you've written in the past and I did not say your name just now, send it. Let's see. I uh, also did a Facebook post yesterday. So I'm wondering if perhaps uh, somebody would have left a question on the Facebook post. Not yet. A lot of people love the picture. And uh, it's classic because it's it's uh, side-by-side style. Video check. You see us. The, there we are together, dad and I. And then next to it, a picture where my dad in this picture right here, okay? Um, he is the same age that I am now. 52, 53. Okay, that's that's relatively recent, a little blurry. And then that is us when I was like 17. <laughs> a fucking Danny Terrio suit, thin tie. There was a button at the bottom of that jacket, and it was elastic. And it was like uh, uh, almost like a, a, pl- a black and gray plaid. What an asshole. Total douchebag. And then my dad, there he is. Holy fuck. I'd like to say that we haven't changed that much. You know, we're talking uh, 30 plus years. Wait a minute, 17. Yeah, 35 years ago. 35, 36 years ago. Uh, Amanda says, was that for the notorious prom? No, 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 no. I think that that was, uh, high school. I think that picture was taken at, uh, high school awards night, which is remarkable that I received any type of award. I think it was like, I don't know, honor roll or some stupid shit. I was not a good high school student. In fact, um, it wasn't until my senior year that I had any decent grades, and that was because I took all idiot classes like office aid and radio and typing. Uh, a solid C minus student. Uh, comments from uh, previous stories uh, to start the show on the open. Uh, Kenny says. He's the one now. The one Eric can say, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Oh, God. Tyler says, were you talking in easy rhyme voice when I was talking to Javon? No, no, I didn't do that. I didn't bust out uh, City of Warren. You can talk to the main man. Tension in the city of Warren. 
That's tension, not attention. Uh, us, us black guys don't have time for extra syllables. This is easy on 89.1 WPHS. Yeah. We're going to tear it up. We're going to tear it up. Favorite songs from your favorite artists. From your favorite artists. We've got two hours. Eight till 10 p.m. I'm going to want to hear those phone calls. God dang 751 it. FM 89 is the number. Let's hear your suggestions. Let's start it off. Let's hear your suggestions. Right away with Run DMC, Together Forever. Hey, yo, man, can we see the mics, man? One, two, one, two, and I say... Fucking terrible. 89.1 WPHS. I like how the, the... It was a vinyl record. The song ends... And I didn't fade it down. That it plays between the, rec- the 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 tracks, and it, the next one starts, and it just fucks me up bad. I was like, "What? The, who who's saying that? What? Huh?" That was MC Shy D. Before that, we had Run DMC together forever. We're gonna keep it going. Together forever, not together forever. My main man, LL Cool J. I'm bad. That was LL Cool J on 89.1 WPHS. It's 20 past the hour of 8 in the city of Warren. I want to see those phone lines lighting up at 751-FM-89. If you ask for easy rhyme, you talk to the main man. <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince right here on 89.1 WPHS. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. That is rough. Well, you got to start somewhere, you know? What uh, What can I say? Tyler writes, quote, Tension, Javon. You're talking to the main man. Go lift your weights, brother. I don't want to hear you making those phone calls. Idiot. Maureen says it doesn't even sound like you. No, it's, come on. Yeah, it does. I'm bad. I'm bad. Absolutely talk. Uh, sounds like me. You ask for easy rhyme, you talk to the main man. You ask for easy rhyme, you talk to the main man. Sounds exactly like me. You ask for easy rhyme, you... You ask for easy rhyme. Talk to the main man. Talk to the main man. Eighty-nine point one WPHS with the public enemy. We're going to keep it right here with Gonna Get Yours. That was two in a row by the Beastie Boys. Rock. Yeah, that... That... That is, uh... A complete disaster, and I'll explain why again. 89.1 WP. The pause. HS with the public enemy. And the band's called Public Enemy. It's not the public enemy, asshole. So problem two. We're going to keep it right here with going to get yours. That was two in a row by the Beastie Wait a minute. So I come out of the Beastie Boys. Instead of talking about the Beastie Boys... I immediately start talking about the public enemy. And then I, I talk about playing more public enemy, but I've just played the beastie boys. 
89.1 WPHS with the public enemy. We're going to keep it right here with Gonna Get Yours. That was two in a row by the Beastie Boys. Rock hard and she's on it. Now he is public enemy. And then back to public enemy. What an asshole. Holy shit. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc all right uh this show happens in the baldwin ace hardware fear bunker studio show number 903 what the hell huh yes indeed thank you so much for being a part of it all right now, for the audience that's getting the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, uh, I send you off. I have to cut the cord. If you want the rest of the show as it happens live, the only place you can get it uninterrupted is twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Go there, follow the show, uh, create a name for yourself, and then you can interact with the show, uh, you know, to, comments things like that in the chat that's all there for you twitch.tv slash eric zane live you can also download the audio podcast wherever you download shows and uh there you go and everything that you need is at eric show.com so i say goodbye to those folks and uh we continue on here twitch.tv slash eric zane live twitch and facebook brought to you by irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev which i i, I love you but uh i hope i don't i don't have to see you for a little while you know i want i want some some uh days where the my truck does not malfunction that's what i'm fingers crossed fingers crossed but uh nevertheless thank you so much and uh, Twitter, the uh, Twitter handle at Eric Zane Show is brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Not to mention YouTube, the almighty YouTube, brought to you by my friends Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. The pandemic is over. I uh, kind of I, I winced a little bit when I... Uh, when I heard that, the president, audio check, video check, has announced that the pandemic is over. This was on uh, 60 Minutes with Scott Pelley. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the He has no idea. He doesn't even know what an auto is. He doesn't know where Detroit is. 
He doesn't know who he's talking to. Yet he goes, yeah. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. By the way, no one went to the Detroit auto show. It might even still be going on. I have no idea. Uh, no one cares anymore. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still. Yeah. The way he answers, he could have just said yes or no, but he says it that way. And it always just sounds like he's not really sure of what he's saying. And I honestly believe that he's not. It is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. There's one guy in this shot. One guy who's standing by a car that looks really cool. You notice, you notice no one's wearing a mask and everybody seems in, to be in good shape. The pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing, and I think this is a perfect example of it. This All right. As soon as I heard that, I was like, I don't know about that. I don't know. That sounds a little funky to me. Uh, the first thing I did was I went ahead and looked at some statistics. And... Uh, Granted, there's a lot of uh, uh, positive things that have happened, but uh, there's still plenty of people dying. I just did a show uh, yesterday that I recorded for Compound Media, show number seven with Compound Media. I finished that up yesterday, and I talked about this exact thing. Um, that interview, 60 Minutes, is uh, well, there's a lot of people that watch that. And you may, you may have had a person who was uh, breathing close to their last breath, and the president or the, the the loved ones are, are are next to them. They're all wearing the fucking hazmat suits, and the president is on TV announcing that. Uh, I I don't necessarily. Uh, think that's a great idea to announce the pandemic is over it may be it may be to a level that's not pandemic state but i don't know if if trumpeting it like that is the best of ideas for the what i the reason that i just said there's still plenty of people dying 400 people die in the u.s every single day on average from covid uh but Still, when you when you say it like that, oh, yeah, it's over. I mean, look, that guy here standing by this car is not wearing a mask, and he's in good shape, you know? Let's be honest. It was the best of times when the pandemic was at its worst. We had some of the best fights on this show when it comes to uh, dramatics. So we need, we need more variants in order to get back to that level. I was happiest when crazy scumbag conspiracy theorist assholes were getting their restaurants and barbershops shut down. 
Those were, they were exposed. These people were out in the open. How about all of the school board meetings when crazy people would talk about how we're hurting our children because they have to wear a stupid mask? Those days are gone and we need to get those back. Okay. Daily Whitmer updates. Remember those with that chick who's signing the, uh, the message, making the stupid, Stupid faces. Oh, man. We got to get that back. All right, I'm totally fucking with you, of course. Jesus, my mother died from COVID October 16th, 2020. Wave number two. She was part of wave two. God rest her soul. I wish she was still here. Uh, all right. But, uh, you know, we had so much fun on this show with the crazy conspiracy theorists who we've now, since then, we've taken out the trash. They're gone. So we would really have to go way far back. We would have to go and open up all those, all those doors. And I know they, well, they could, they could participate under their real names. I have it on good authority that every single member of the blocked group of uh, formerly known as Zaniacs have now changed their names and they are all part of the listening audience, viewing audience under different names. So they are all here. Welcome back to you. Please, please go ahead and start another fight. It's me, not you. 1969 says we better close all business the Whitmer way. Yes, of course. Yes, absolutely. That's what kept us safe. And that is why she will win again in November. Congratulations to Governor Whitmer for winning a second term. I am so happy with that. Well, the alternative, ladies is going to make it so that you cannot get your desired abortion. And everybody knows that everyone, every woman that is enjoying this show wants to be able to kill their baby. All right. And as much as I hate that, it's your right to do whatever you want with your body. And if you want to go and murder babies, do it. I am with you. Tudor Dixon does not want you to murder any children. And she's going to lose the election because of it. Holy cow. My pal, it's me, not you. 1969, who I think is one of our lurkers, says by the end of this term, the state should be real shit. Well, you mean it's September. That means you've got less than two months for this to happen. So when it's not, you might have to amend that. Just be prepared to change your rhetoric. In my opinion, if you're listening to this show and you live in the state of Michigan and you are of voting age, you would be doing all of us a disservice if you voted for any conservative candidate. Red wave my ass. 
The Democrats are going to grab the conservatives by the back of the head and just grind their face in shit. That is what's going to happen. And I am so excited about that. I need to get myself a Whitmer 2022 t-shirt. All right. Blue wave. Remember when they were talking about red wave? Red waves because that coming. Fuck you. What are you, crazy? All right. Enough politics. But um, actually, I take it back. A little bit more politics. Uh, the whole business about Biden saying the pandemic is over. He now is turning around and saying, uh, yeah, I, I fucked that up clarifying his comments uh, telling guests at a fundraiser well what I meant was it's not as bad as it was oh yeah good one you mean when we were losing 5,000 people a day is that well yeah no shit dumbass Uh, Biden attended a Democratic National Committee fundraiser in New York City ahead of his speech Wednesday to the United Nations General Assembly. Uh, At one, you know, if I was a president, okay, um, I would work really hard to not do anything other than work on things to make the country better. You think about it. He's doing photo op at the auto show. He's at fundraiser in New York, and then he speaks to the United Nations General Assembly. At what point does he actually go to work? Uh, He had one point he spoke about efforts on the pandemic. Biden referenced his comments to Scott Pelley when he said the pandemic was over. Biden acknowledged he was criticized for the remarks, adding, well, but it basically is not where it was. president also urged those in attendance to get their booster shots if they have not already. Uh, I'm, I'm working on number five, by the way. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm pretty sure I am now eligible for shot five. So that's uh, in the works. And um, I really want to uh, mess with people when I go there by wearing a QAnon hat, a MAGA t-shirt, I want to uh, put a flagpole holder on my truck that says fuck Biden and go get my shot. Because I don't think that that has ever happened ever to go get booster shot number five and have all that other fucking paraphernalia. on. Uh, Biden drew heat from public health experts and some lawmakers for his remarks at the Detroit Auto Show announcing that the pandemic is over. Um, highly contagious variants have spread throughout the globe. However, uh, booster shots have uh, increased immunity as well as the wide availability of antiviral pills and other forms of treatment for those who do contract the virus. So now he's, he's kind of walking that back. Uh, I, I wish he would just say, yeah, you have to understand. I don't even remember being there. 
My brain is mush. And if I'm talking, you need to know that my brain is erasing my words from memory the second I say them. Now that would be something that would be interesting to see him walk that back. Um, I just imagine I would love to be a fly on the wall in whatever room where um, his handlers are when he's on TV and they air that shit like on um, 60 Minutes. I'm like, oh, no, no, it's not over, you asshole. What are you doing? Oh. Uh, Joey, um, Joey Williamson from Hollywood's World of Sports is here. Uh, he's got some comments from uh, previous conversations about the lurkers. Joey says, oh, please don't go down that road again, Eric. Then he follows up with, well, at least they can't handle another rubber club. And then he, he follows that up with, well, what can I do, fifth shot? No wonder why your brain is fried. And then he says, I'm gonna give you a hard time. Concerning your uh, vocal prowess, when you were a child, did you chew your own tongue off? Is that what's going on there? I did that impression solely for Tyler because if Tyler heard the impression of Joey Williamson and he's driving he's now driving on grass he wrote I'm dying so Joey you need to blame Tyler because uh fucking hey I did that uh just in passing one time that I was calling you and you uh, and your uh uh, message picked it up, or uh, we heard you. Mo- Hello, this is Joey. I'm not here to take a call right now. Leave a message. And uh, so then uh, I, I I did that impression, and then Tyler said, "That was the funniest thing I ever heard." Joey now writes, "Vocal cords were paralyzed during first open heart surgery." Great. Now I feel like a cock. Tell me you're lying. Tell me you're making that shit up. Can you explain to me how one's vocal cords get paralyzed from open heart surgery? I can just imagine... The doc has you cracked open and they're like, oh God, look at this heart. It's just jacked. We got to really go to work on this thing. And and they're doing their thing, trying to make your heart normal. And then the, you know, the surgeon has an instrument that's kind of like Rambo's knife. 
and then he sneezes. And then he just jams you, you know, and and and, and stabs your throat somehow. Well, I'm sorry is what I would say to you if I felt bad about making fun of your voice. You know I love you. Oh, boy. Drew Vander Y. Drew Dutch said... Fauci did his surgery. <laughs> Good one. F- Fauci sucks. I love Fauci. Fauci's the fucking man. That guy saved a lot of lives. I'm so happy with his performance. I'm sad that he's leaving. Kenny says, you shouldn't feel bad. I'm 100% sure I saw him talking shit on Facebook, yet here he is. Yeah, he is. Joey's one of those audience members who toes the line between uh, this and that whole uh, QAnon conspiracy theory uh, meth head swinger group formerly known as the Zaniacs. Okay? So... Uh, I, I think he likes to have a toe in each one of those ponds. You know? Whatever. I don't give a shit. Who cares? Now there's a fight as Joey responds to Kenny with, Kenny, shut the hell up. <laughs> so there is a fight. Between uh, these two titans. All right. The open and live stream of this show is where we are right now. It's brought to you by me and Patreon. Sign up for Patreon. If you aren't on Patreon, what you do is you go to P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for more content. If you like the free stuff, thank you very much. I appreciate that. But if you really want to help out, throw some cash at it. Five or ten bucks a month. Minimum five bucks is all the audio. Ten bucks a month is all the audio, video, and live stream. Uh, Patriot Nick just signed up again on Patreon. Uh, Thank you, Nick. I appreciate that. Glad you're back. I can't even even, uh, get behind that. That's totally not true. That's a lie. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, there was something else Tyler said. Uh, uh, I am dying at the impression. I'm at work. I almost cut myself with my scalpel. He's, I'm not exactly sure what you do at your work. You're not a surgeon, but you do work in a hospital setting. It's me, not you, 1969, says Fauci will be missed. It is hard to find a CDC representative who can be bought and manipulated. Well, you know, I don't think that that's true. That's a myth. But that you believe what you want to believe. I think he's great. 
Tyler says, I cut up shit that surgeons cut out to put on microscope slides. Ah. All right. The open and live stream also brought to you by my policy shop insurance. There is no reason to not have health insurance. Not even kidding. If you're like, I can't afford it. Yes, you can. You just haven't looked in the right places. You don't know what you're doing. And that's not your fault. Um, It's the terrible job that we as a country have done in getting the word out about how healthcare.gov works. And the good news is you really don't have to do anything to learn more about it. You just need to reach out to Frank Fuss, my sponsor, my policy shop insurance found at buyinsurancehere.com. 616-914-4070. Frank will help you every step of the way in navigating healthcare.gov. And his services are free. He is also the Medicare Advantage Plan guru, social security wizard. If you or someone you know or love is 65 or older or getting set to turn 65, do this. Get a Medicare social security checkup from Frank. All this stuff, free. Just reach out. Send the text or call 616-914-4070. Before you know it, You'll be booked with an, appoint- with an appointment. Um, I'm, I'm not kidding you. Let's say Frank is free today. If you got a hold of him today and were lucky enough to get in on his schedule today, you could be, you and your family could be insured by the end of the day. I've been getting my insurance through the through healthcare.gov, Obamacare, for nearly four years. It's a great program. It's worked marvelously for us. And anyone who tells you otherwise is a dumb fuck. 616-914-4070. While I'm at it, uh, if you're in the market for a um, for a new home or a refi, I want you to consider the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Mario and his staff, NMLS number 3035, will work tirelessly for you. Reach out at 231-332-6505 from anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Maine, Alaska, Hawaii, and South Carolina. 231-332-6505. I got to take a leak. Dad, in moments, send your questions. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Think there is still a fight going on between these jackasses? It's me, not you. Nineteen sixty-nine says Osamacare is amazing. Get it? Osama, Obamacare, Osamacare. I canceled my policy at Blue Cross Blue Shield because it's so great. Oh, and the other taxpayers will pay it for you. The money falls from the sky, so this will last forever. I think you're being facetious. That's what I think. Well, tell me more, please. I'm really interested. All right. 
You guys stay there. I got to go tinkle. All right. It's time for Dear Meathead, brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. All right, let's get to Dad. Hello. Hello, Ruby. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. How are you doing? Everything everything good over there? Yeah. Good morning to you. Yeah, everything is cool. Yeah. Well, uh, it's so glad you're here. It was good talking to you last night. And uh, yeah, man, we're uh, ready to go. What's uh, what's on tap for today, Dad? Well, you, I, I I know the the leaves are getting ready to fall, and that's a big deal around your house. Well, we we were uh, warned about the heavy duty sto- uh, uh, weather here. Yeah, it, it's been a little weird. I got thunder over where I'm at right now, and I don't know if you got any thunder where you were yesterday. Did you, did you experience any of that? Yeah, we had uh, last night. We had the thunder. Isn't it? And, don't, uh, yeah. But, but it's supposed to have some more today. Don't you live in an area where if there's one uh, lightning strike, the whole community loses power? No, we have, as a matter of fact, we haven't had any issues really with the power. Well, you did a few weeks ago. Well, uh, one time on a short uh, note, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope it goes okay. I hope everybody's all right. Yeah, that's great. We, I mean, in the past, we had really nasty stuff. Yeah, I hope but, that doesn't happen again. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. Um, so how's everything going out there between yesterday and today? It uh, did rain quite a bit last night. Yeah, it wasn't bad. wasn't bad at all. Uh, yeah, uh, we had, like, bombs going out somewhere. The, the lightning, you know, and the thunder. Yeah, it sure was. Dad, Dad, so what's on TV? Uh, what's on TV? Yeah. What do you mean right now? Yeah, it's like super loud. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, she got the top going. I, I don't know what to do with this thing. Yeah. I got to get her to do this. Yeah, if she could turn it down a little, it's it's kind of oh, like. Oh, we're going to shut it down. Hold on a minute, honey. Joanne. That's okay. That's okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Joanne. Where the hell are you? Oh, she split around. Maybe I can do it. Hold on a minute. Yeah, there's a button that says power. Oh, it's just loud. Oh, boy. Hey, that's okay. Well, I don't know what I should do one. Wait a minute. I'm sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Take your time. It's okay. Turn the TV down. Well, you, you can't say it like that. You gotta say. You gotta say please. Well. Say, honey, can you please turn the TV down? Okay, we're done. Hey, that's okay. Don't don't even worry about it. It's it's. It's done. Yeah, I know, but I don't want. You mean? Okay. Oh, hey. This is a show, man. Okay, well, now we're ready. So, Dad, Aram writes in. He's got a question for you. Huh? Aram has some questions for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Aram says, good morning. Uh, Good morning. 
And then he writes, uh, during a week, how many times should a family go out to eat at restaurants if the family is not wealthy? I don't think uh, if they haven't got the funds and all that, they shouldn't be going out to eat at all. They should go buy some uh, stuff to cook at home and, you know. Yeah. Dad, are you Dad? Are you near the phone right now? It sounds like uh, something's different. Wait a minute, huh? Yeah. She says, put the phone up to your mouth. Yeah, like you're talking on the phone. Hold on a minute. Oh, my goodness. You're having a bad day. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. 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 Yeah. I don't know what it is. I never did have to hold the phone anywhere. No? Yeah. Well, how is this now? It sounds great. Oh, okay. All right. I guess that's what it was. Joanne knows what she's doing. Okay. Yeah, she's in charge. I love it. <laughs> no, I. You know, I. I'm the same way. Whenever I. Uh, whenever there's something I need, I just yell out, Diana. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, I only live here. No, I. I don't hey. Cook. I don't do nothing. You know. I, if we didn't have our women, we wouldn't be taken care of. Oh, that's what doggone sure. Oh, my God, yes. That's why you have to be nice to your ladies. You can't, I mean, because they, they take care of us, right? Well, uh, uh, I have no other choice. I, I get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> okay. So, see the club she's got. Arams uh, had asked uh, about going to restaurants. If uh, How many times a week should a family go to eat at restaurants if the family is not wealthy? And you said none. Not at all. You got to buy some food, bring it home. I mean, uncooked food and cook it and eat it. Do you think that if a family goes out to eat at Applebee's a few times a week that they're considered wealthy? I don't think I consider them wealthy, but I think it's foolish. It is foolish. But I think that if, like, if, Definitely. Uh, if my neighbor goes to Applebee's a couple times a week, uh, it would be silly to say, "Hey, uh, to ask, hey, are you uh, are you like a millionaire because you because you go to Applebee's?" That, that I mean, that that's silly, right? Absolutely. I mean, this is this is hard times. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the money that goes into that, my God! Hey, think of it this way: if you really want to be a generous person, take the money that you're going to go spend in a restaurant and feed some hungry person. There you go. That hey, people love that. There now, that's you a know, great. This is ridiculous. All I right, mean, we got to help each other. You know, Aram also says, "Dear Meathead, I have a friend whose vocal cords were injured in a surgery, and now oh. and now he talks with a really deep voice. And he has another friend who made fun of his deep voice. What do you have to say to that guy?" I think just ignore the hell out of him and trying to avoid the guy. That's all. I love deep voices. Joanne loves deep voices. Now, am I ta I'm talking to you right now. Have I got deep voice? No, you've got a, uh, well, yes, you have a, a deep voice, but this guy's voice apparently makes him sound like a caveman. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. If that's his voice, his natural voice, he can't avoid it. Well, yeah. what else is he going to do, you know? Yeah, or either that or maybe the guy just made up a story that his vocal cords got hurt in surgery just because he's got a, a silly-sounding voice. Well, I don't know what his motives are, but... Uh, 
it is what it is, you know. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Brian writes this, dear Meathead, is pro wrestling a real sport or merely a hobby? I think pro wrestling is, I mean, to beat each other up the way they do it, body is taking a toll. I think it's foolish. I really do. Uh, have a regular uh, 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 type of uh, sport. Uh, yeah, but for is it? For wrestling. Wrestling is a sport. It's a sport. You're saying wrestling, pro wrestling is a sport. That's the one where they like body slam each other and hit each other. Uh, with- no, no, I don't mean that. I mean actual wrestling. Okay. Uh, yeah. The sport, sport wrestling. What about the, the type like with Hulk Hogan and they jump from the top rope? No, that's stupid to me. But somebody is getting injured. Yeah, I think it's stupid too. And people who like it are probably morons. I cannot, I cannot tolerate that kind of thinking. You know. Yeah, that's that's just ridiculous. You know, I was just thinking a couple of days ago, something happened. I was uh, cleaning uh, the yard outside of the house, you know, the street and all that. Yeah. And then uh, the yard, yard cleaning, and then my neighbor showed up. Yeah. Didn't show up. He just on his street. Yeah. On his side. And I yell, hi, Bill, you know. And hi, Bill, uh, hi, Rob. Yeah. And he run right in his house. I cannot understand. I said hi, Bill, with uh, such a, a lot of love. I yeah. don't know why. Yeah, you were like, hey, Bill, how are you? Yeah, really, uh, you know. And then, and also, uh, in conjunction with that, he's got a stepson that lives with him. A real nice, nice kid. Could be a nice kid, but he's got a really bad mouth. Okay. And I try to avoid him. Now, he happened to be working with your other brother, What's his name, Joanne? <laughs> Norman. Norman? Okay. Not Norman. Yes, Norman. Yeah, it is. Okay. And uh, I never did introduce um, Norman to him in any form or fashion or conversation that I got a son named Norman and all that. Okay. He somehow... He's working with him, same with General Motors. Oh, and at the auto plant. At Chrysler's. At, at Chrysler's, I'm okay. sorry. Okay, all right. Uh, that's, Chrysler. That, that, that's not relevant. Uh, he's really got a bad mouth. All right. And I cannot tolerate that, so okay. I try to avoid him. Yes, okay, yeah, he swears too much. Yeah, I... I oh, really? I've got, I've got friends like that, too. I'm not going to mention the stuff on the phone. Right. You I've know. got a friend named Kyler and another friend it, named Megan that do the same it, thing. He used the, the wordage like we've been buddy-buddy for 150 years. Yeah. And we've always talked like that with each other. No, no I I don't have a bad mouth. Right. So, uh, I don't like bad luck. So what do you do? Do you, like, tell the guy or just keep it to yourself? No, I, I try to back out. Back out to our goodbye. Yeah, yeah, you kind of get out of that deal. He's just too too, too uh, abusive in his language. Yeah, and you know what? 
all of the time that this was going on, I never mentioned that I have a son that, and they work together. Okay, so the point of this is uh, Norman is it works with the guy with the potty mouth. Right. Okay, and that just popped into your brain. And yeah, and then I'm wondering, what does Norman do? Uh, and, know, I mean, he never tells me. Oh, I know what he's. Nor, Norman is in charge of a crew. And, I know. Yeah, and so they 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 build stuff at the auto plant. Yes. So yeah, he's in charge of them. And, so he's probably they, work, they do the same thing. Okay, so uh, when so you just found this out that recently that the guy works with your son. Well, no, I've known him for a while, but I avoid him. I never mentioned Norman or nothing, but he keeps talking about Norman. You should make stuff up that you're doing and then see if it gets back to Norman. Like, uh, you know, announce that you just won $5 million and see if Norman calls. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> or, or you should pick the brain of the guy, your neighbor, and say, so... Uh, Norman is your boss. Does he ever, uh, does he ever, uh, approach you and start telling you stories about, uh, the women he's dating and stuff like that? No, I, I do not engage in any of that conversation with him. Okay. I try to make the conversation to minimal knowledge of yeah. conversation. Yeah. Well, are you are you going to work up the nerve to say to the guy, "Hey, how come you swear so much? Is that where this is going?" No, I can do that, but I don't want to because I don't want to start up uh, World War Three. Yeah, there. you know, Dad, I always I always err on the side of caution. I usually never say anything that upsets people that makes them hate me. Absolutely, so that's the way Absolutely. to go. Absolutely, I always make a point of handling people very carefully. And I don't ever, like, uh, call them fat or say that they're poor or that they have a bad haircut or... No, uh, I don't. That's right. Yeah, that, I never do that. Their makeup and let it go, you know? Yeah, you know, you just got to let it... You just got to let people be people. And, Absolutely. Uh, you, you're a, you have a great analogy that, there. That's what I do. And it all it has worked wonderfully, you know? You're going around knocking people because of what they do, what they have as a habit... Is not a norm to live right. with. To make fun of an audience member's wife's teeth would be a horrible decision on my part. That's why Absolutely. I would I would never Absolutely. do that. I listen. I really do when it comes to this kind of conversations. I don't participate in it. Right, right. Um, Chris in uh, Maine, the great state of Maine, says, uh, uh, "Can we get a uh, royal family uh, take from Meathead?" So, you know, the royal family's been in the, uh, in the news the last 10 days with the passing of the queen. Yes. Uh, what have been your thoughts seeing this all happen, Dad? It seems like it's been an enormous uh, news story. Well, first of all, this situation of the European type of a style is a total different style for us. Uh, well, the queen was... Uh, Highly respected. Correct. And, uh, and then, I mean, why do you want to make any comments? Well, I mean, I was just, uh, uh, how did it make you feel seeing, uh, seeing that uh, a big celebration of her life? You know, they're walking through the streets with the coffin. People are waiting in line 24 hours to see her. It was incredible. 
Well, I mean, that's, uh, if you want in reality, uh, that time wasted because this person is a deceased. But then again, that's their style. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I thought, too. I thought that I thought that, that was, uh, I mean, my God, you wait in line 24 hours. Just to, yeah, that, that's, I mean, thousands of people. Right, right. My God. Can you imagine us we're doing that to some bonehead? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, person in there in our Congress or something? Well, I, I think we, I mean. If We've we, never done that. Well, I don't know. The president dies. They usually lay him in state, you know, for a. Well, we buried him, and that's, that was the end of it. Kennedy had something like that. Right? Yeah, Joanne said Kennedy had that. Yeah, that was an ugly one right there. That was that was rough. Oh, no, yeah, shot him in the head. That was rough. I think uh, I, my, my analogy is this: uh, let's let's say that I died, okay? Yeah. Whatever I decided that I wanted to be dead with, like uh, uh, put it in a campfire or something. That's the way it is. <laughs> Be done with it. So yeah, if you if don't we, drag it on for twelve days. And, have uh, you uh have you now? Do you have a will? No. You have not written a will. Joanne says. I got a, I got a written will. Yeah, some people like uh their yeah, last. I do. Some people's wishes might be uh cremated or ashes spread everywhere or something like that. I, I do. That that I do. Do you, do you, uh, are you able to reveal what that is or is that a secret? It's not a secret. I want to be cremated. Yeah. What, what, what can we do with the ashes? Can we spread them up north? Do whatever you want to do. Do you want them all? Sell it. Leg here, toe there. Yeah. Leg here and toe there. Okay. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I'm all for it. I, I think that that's. That would be. Oh my God! That's a person that died. Now you, dead. If, hey, half of these people didn't even love each other when they were living. Uh, now, uh, now you said something about throw on the campfire. Do you want us to burn your body on the campfire? Is that what you're suggesting? Whatever it turns you on. <laughs> I want all the difference. Uh, this is no. great. No, I say campfire because it's the cheapest way to go. Uh, Florida, this, this person, uh, Florida man, has a comment, and he says, Ruben is going to gift all of his silver, give a gift, all of his silverware and plates to the police station in Iran. <laughs> hey, as a matter of fact, that's, that's a good idea. Because they always used to knock on our door and borrow paper. Or, uh, oh, I know. We know. Plates, uh, silverware and all that. And never, never, sometimes we didn't even get it back. That's a, that's, that's a great comment. That's a great comment to be sure. All right. Um, one more follow-up on the whole, um, queen thing. Are the Royals like King, Queen, Royal family, are they important public figures? Do you think? It's important because of their tradition. In England, they are. In England, it's very important. That's what they like to do. And I don't think it, it does not it does not require any ridicule from any source. Let it be. Let it you know? be. Yes, that's what the Beatles Follow said. Follow the tradition. Have the funeral done with, and that's the end of the line. All right. <laughs> uh, no. 
Okay. People like to make issues about that. You know, hey. Well, I don't know if they're making an issue about that. There, 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 there have been a few conversations that have taken place about um, various things that um, the. I mean, if it's a tradition, that's a great thing. Follow the tradition, be done with it. All right. Uh, I have a question from Travis, who writes in from time to time. He says, uh, "Actually, meathead, I don't need any advice. I just enjoy hearing about uh, your escapades in your early years." Do you have a story you could share? And I don't know if this is going to pop in your brain, Dad. He says, your first experience going into a McDonald's restaurant. So you come to the U.S., you've never been to a McDonald's restaurant. There had to have been a first time. Do you recall that? No, I really have no uh, recollection of it. But uh, I ate, uh, what was that, Johan? Hot dogs and apple pie for a long, long yeah, time. I remember. Because that's the only thing I knew what the words were. So you uh, land, uh, you you uh, leave the boat, Ellis Island. And they said, "What your what is your name?" And you said, "Hot dog and apple pie." No, 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 that's not it. But when it came food time, <laughs> you really put a lot of laughter in that one. That was good. Uh, uh, I knew about that's, that's my feeding point. I can eat that three times a day. Wow. So uh, that's a lot of hot dog. That's a lot of, uh, of the same food. So you, you know, this is, this is spectacular because you didn't really know even any English, right? I know some, uh, Uh, Apple pie and hot dogs. Apple pie, hot dogs, and you were able to sum. I, I am, I, I'm always blown away in that part of the story about, um, uh, with it being so uh, in a new place with no real um, uh, support group in New York. You managed to make your way to Michigan somehow. I don't. That really was a tough way to go, you know. And then the, the top of it all, the worst part of that was. My mom, had, you know, there was a very expensive carpeting. I don't know how he managed to put it in his huge suitcase for me to sell it and survive with the money. It was a fine handmade rug from Iran, which is, yes. no, that's that's what one of the things they were known for. And uh, so you totally, bought it. And guess what I sold it for? How much? $150. That's a lot of money back in 19-whatever, 1950-whatever. Well, that, that thing probably sold for $5,000. Wow. So um, you, like, had it packed in a suitcase. Did you sell it the second? I mean, how did you know where to go? I mean, you just walk up. No, the no, no. I didn't sell it immediately. I sold a long time after that. Oh, okay. I thought you, like, got off the boat and started like, hey, who wants a rug? Who wants a rug? No, no, I took it, and I knew where the rug store was. Later on, when I developed uh, knowing what stores are and so forth, I put that on my shoulders and went out to the stores that would buy that. Oh, my God. And he really stole it from me. That is, uh, yeah, so you got, yeah, I guess you got ripped off in the deal, huh? Oh, my God, big time. I wonder big if that rug is still around today. I don't know. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. I remember walking the road with that sort of thing on my shoulder. The yeah, you when you're walking around in uh, Hamtramck, people are like, oh God, here's that kid who's always carrying a rug. <laughs> uh, and uh, 
I, I don't know. We found a, I found a rug store someplace. All right. Uh, was, uh, hey, hey, is Joanne still there? Because someone actually has a question for Joanne. Yeah, she's sitting right okay. next to me. Uh, Ad- right arm. Uh, Adam S. writes, Dear Joanne, how old was Eric when you met him? I believe, what, 10? Joanne? Nine or ten, somewhere around there. And then right. he says, What were your first impressions of Eric? That he was extremely funny. Oh. Because <laughs> you put that hand on your nose and pulled it back at the ball game. <laughs> it made it look like a pig. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy cow. You remember everything, Joanne. Yeah, I used to do a lot of stupid stuff like that, and it still uh, it still happens to this day. I I haven't changed a bit. Eric, I also have a memory of you that you sat on the couch or something, and Blue of Warren would live. and doing what? They were uh, he had his French horn, and she had her uh, flute. You had a flute right. or something? No, no, I had a French horn. She played flute, and we played. Um, we we uh, we were in band in grade school, so we would yeah. we like uh, played. You know, Mary had a little lamb together. Oh my God! You really got there. Oh, I can't remember any of that thing. Oh yeah, I think there's a picture of it in one of your photo albums. Yes, there is. I'm oh wearing my, my I'm wearing my Dan Fouts football jersey. Yep. She's got her uh, she's got her giant hair. <laughs> Uh, oh boy! Hey, you guys, you you remember all of these things. Uh, Adam says again. He writes to Joanne. Were you glad that Eric was at his mom's house most of the time? No, we really enjoyed having you. Oh yeah, yeah, he really was. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was. Uh, I always had a good time. I never. You know, sometimes you hear from the perspective of a stepchild that. Um, they didn't really uh, look forward to going over to like hang out with their step family. I never felt that way. I always oh, enjoyed that. That, that. that situation never occurred. No, I never, I didn't have a bad time. I can't, I don't know if I can speak for Jim, but um, I don't know. Maybe it had to do with my age, but I always enjoyed it. I always, oh, yeah. I remember you sitting on that couch, remember? Yeah. And I remember that I would come, I would have a good time visiting and then, man, I'd go home, and I had to act like I hated it because, <laughs> because my mom, my, my mom, if I came back and I was like, oh, my God, we had so much fun, man, she was in a bad mood for a week. Yeah. <laughs> she was, oh, oh no. Well, yeah, I mean, um, after, the, after all the pain kind of subsided, um, you were able to kind of, like, regroup. You met Joanne. You, well, you went on with your life. Well, she wasn't so lucky. So, I mean, she was very, very jealous by that. Oh, wow. But, wow. you know, that's that's the way it goes. That's right. Yeah, she remarried. She got a guy. Good eventually, guy. eventually. It took a while. Um, but those 10 years from 80 to 90, oh, boy, those are some rough ones. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But thank I remember you sitting on top of the counter, a little boy. Yeah. When oh, I yeah. passed, passed the information that I'm leaving. Yeah. You said, that's it. Can't take it. 
And I gave, and I, I actually remember that. That was only eight years old, but you I do, I, I do remember that moment. I do remember that. But, um, all right. Anyway, Meathead uh, uh, Adam writes a question for you, Dad. Uh, how old were Joanne's children, daughters, when you met them? Do you know Susie, Lizzie, and Nikki's ages when you met them? Well, Susie was eighteen. Uh, Sue was eighteen. Than you. Yeah, so that would make Nikki like eight or nine, right? Yeah, uh, Nikki was about eight. Okay, all right. Okay, so there's that. And then he asks, did you play a role of surrogate father to those girls? No. You didn't act. No. You, yeah, you did. You were very fatherly to them, weren't you? I was fatherly. Yeah, that's that's what he's asking. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That was yeah. uh, I in, took responsibility for them. In fact, that still remains true to this day. Well, not so much. Well, I'm cautious. You know, I, I I want them to be cautious. Well, they've all moved on with their own. I mean, they're all old, older with their own families and stuff. But yeah. when they were very young, you know, you kind of had to like, um, you know. Uh, but you see, they all made good choices. Have great husbands. Uh, I mean, it's just the whole family is great. Yeah, we. We're the Brady Bunch, these. Yeah. <laughs> now, I have a granddaughter now. What's that? Is it uh, Chloe, uh, a great granddaughter? Daughter? Chloe is your granddaughter. Granddaughter. What? She she brings in with this little puppy. Yep. A puppy rules the roost roost in here. I um, know it. I've seen it. I've watched it. It's uh, she takes that thing everywhere. And there's no restrictions. Um, all right, dad, let's, uh, I got one more question for you. It's a gentleman by the name of Nick and he writes, Ruben, my five-year-old is getting picked on at school. He is, uh, very gentle. The teachers tried talking to the bully, but it still keeps happening. Uh, the bully, uh, punched my son in the eye. My wife is trying to work it out with the teacher uh, Nick continues, I am not a fighter, but if I am pushed, I will. I want to kick the kid's ass. Uh, no, no, no. I want to tell my five-year-old son to kick the kid's ass. Is this too harsh? Sign Nick. Uh, you shouldn't do that. You know, fighting fire with fire, no. I think you got to uh, uh, lodge, lodge a major complaint toward the educational system over there the school and uh, let the kid know that, Hey, it's not a good thing to do what you're doing and give him some punishment. Yeah, I know, but that takes a long time. I mean, if one five-year-old goes up to the other one and puts it right in his eye, that's the end of the problem. Oh, well, I mean, that's bad news. In fact, if anything, I honestly would say the only way this can be hundred percent remedied Move your child from that school. Oh. You know, I remember there was a time, there was a time years ago when, uh, you know, if anybody did that to us, you would actually go to the school. And, I would. I, in fact, I did that. I know you did. Mr. Petrosella. I was there when you threatened him. I told him, I said, if you can't be controlling that, major problem is going to come up. Oh, yeah. That was, that was. Yeah. I really would. You you've uh you've come a long way, Dad. 
All right. Um, That's the way it is. Yeah. Well, listen, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm out of questions. Do you have anything you want to wrap up with? Not really. I'm just uh, sitting here. We're looking for a nasty weather here. It was a pretty nasty weather last night. Tickle your ass with a feather. So, well, quite a bit of rain <laughs> came out, which is all right. All right. Okay. Dad, I love you very much. You guys are the best. I'm going to cut this love off. I love you back. I love your audience. Those are wonderful people. Yes. Yes, they are. I wish they all live around here next to me. I know. I wish so. I wish that was so. Okay. okay, guys, I'll talk I, to you. I love you, and thanks for your call, and we'll talk to you later. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, he ended up pulling the phone away from his mouth again. As the, uh, and Joanne goes, you got to put it up to your face. Uh, I disagree. If your five-year-old is getting bullied by another kid, I'm going to talk about this in the story I have coming up. I'll, I'll, I'll save that. I firmly believe that something can be done that's much more effective. And, and uh, by the way, how is it that in schools where bullying leads to school shootings, how is it so difficult when a parent complains that the parents can't, or the school can't administer some type of remedy. Why do they always say, well, we told them and he's still not listening. That's because you're not fucking putting the fear of God into these people. In my opinion, one instance of bullying, one, and it's uh, either witnessed or confirmed through corroborative evidence and stories, your kid's out. The kid doesn't come back. Expelled. No one chance. And then when that happens, when that happens, you put it on display. You put it on the school's Facebook page. We just expelled this kid for being an asshole. And let let the record show this is how we deal with your piece of shit kids. So if you fucking asshole parents can't get your shit together, Fuck you. Your kid is out. Suck our school dick. Enough. But that's not going to happen. All right. Thank you to Baldwin Ace Hardware for bringing you Dear Meathead. Advertise with me on the Eric Zane Show podcast. I can get the message out for your business. Oh my God, four glorious years almost upon us of podcasting, and it is because of my sponsors. Thanks to all of them. Uh, advertising works almost every time. There have been some where it just just didn't work. I'm looking at you, JM Synthetics. I don't know why. No idea. I guess people don't want to change the oil in their cars. No clue. But... I still love them. Jason Mays. Great, great guy. You can, I actually had someone reach out and said, Hey man, who's that guy I buy Amsoil from? And he's not a sponsor. I'm like, well, I'll, I'll introduce you myself. That would, that would of course remain true. Uh, anyway, advertise with me, Eric at Eric If you want more information as to how it works, I think 
I have October 16th. Let me double check. No, cannot do October 16th. That is Grand Rapids Half Marathon Day. That, well, I guess I could, but my legs are going to be dead. We could do uh, the 16th for paintball. I'll just be sniping, though. I won't be moving that well because I'm going to be, you know what? Fuck it. Sounds great, period. I will be dead to the world because I will have run the half marathon in the morning, comma. But who gives a shit, period, or question mark? Hold on. You only live once, period. October 16th. Paintball war number 20. Dead, the dead legs massacre is what we'll call it because my legs will be dead after the half marathon. There's a lot going on that day. That's the second anniversary of my mother's passing. God rest her soul again. Uh, half marathon in the morning, paintball in the evening, uh, I'm guessing we'll be outside. We may even start that deal at 4 p.m. I'll have to get with Rick because of uh, uh, sunset. But I'll keep you posted. Looks like October 16, TC Paintball, tcpaintballgr.com. Oh, my God. So much fun. Today is Ladies' Day. Today is also Kids' Day uh, for Little League, TC Paintball. Thank you, Kent County Health Department, for being here for the Eric Zane Show podcast. AccessKent.com slash health. You and your little ones can get vaccinated with everything you need. And I, I, I you know, when I, when I say vaccination, I'm referring to measles, mumps, rubella, pertussis, whooping cough, uh, shingles, meningitis, polio. My God. Uh you can get those kids vaccinated for little or no cost if you qualify. September is National Vaccination Awareness Month. Accesskent.com slash health. Thank you to the Kent County Health Department. I got a uh, heating and cooling specialist, Baldwin Ace Hardware. Damn it. What is wrong with me? A&E Heating and Cooling, my HVAC specialist. Like that. Mix my uh, sponsors there. Thank you so much to them. 616-516-8579. If you want to uh, schedule some uh, preventative maintenance, like the $79 furnace checkup, get that thing, excuse me, cleaned and ready to go before it gets cold. And that's coming. Holy shit. Is that coming? Okay. Stand by. My mouth just got super dry. Um, you know, I got to get these done too. I've been yapping and I'm way behind on the sponsors. I don't have enough time and I've got way too many sponsors. So you got to sit through this too. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Hire me there. Buy a car at Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A. HondaGranville.com. Hundreds of certified pre-owned cars. Or get a brand new car. 
That's a little different than what it was three years ago. Three years ago, you just go, they got 10 different models of the car that you may want. 10 different colors, I should say. Now you go there. Hey, I want to, I want to get a new, uh, I'm thinking about getting a new Honda Accord. Can I test drive one? They got one there. You can test drive. You test drive and you go, I love this car. I want to buy it. Okay. Uh, let's go figure out all the things you want on it from the ground up. You want the alloy rims? Uh, how about what paint color you want? Uh, what do you want for extra features? You want this, you want that. And then they go, all right, you're good to go. Honda financing, low interest rate. You're done. And you go, all right, where's my car? And they go, it's not here. We got to, we got to build it. So then it's built. It's delivered to you and off you go. S E R R A Sarah Honda Granville.com. I got a guy that installs flooring Bennett flooring installation. If you are in West Michigan, reach out 616-318-0167. He'll come to your house, Jacob or Jason Bennett. Not the Jason Bennett who talks shit about me and then uh, wants to get a picture with me. Different Jason Bennett. 616-318-0167. Bennett flooring installation. Last one. Last one for this big block of ads. I'm sorry. Sometimes that happens. Uh, Johnson carpet, one floor and home is the flooring that I want you to purchase that you're going to have installed by Bennett. And this is like one of my favorite sponsors to talk about because, uh, not everybody knows about the, the money you can save when you make the trip to Johnson carpet, one discount outlet in Granville, Michigan, two stores, the main showroom. It's great. It's awesome. But the deep discounts, are at the discount outlet where they buy tons of flooring, carpet, hardwood, vinyl plank, laminate, ceramic, and put it like in piles stacked neatly. They buy the top brands, the best-selling styles. They spend less for them because they buy so much, pass the savings on to you, and then you add 10% off when you say my name. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. Okay, this next topic has to do like with the five-year-old getting bullied. Uh, what do I do? Do I raise all sorts of stink? Do I do this? Do I do that? And I think that uh, the answer is kind of in this, my point on this story that I'm about to talk about. There's a lady who her name is... Um, Piper Phillips, she's a TikToker, and what her thing is, she makes clothes and makes TikTok videos and shit like that. And so she's got a seven-year-old kid, and uh, the seven-year-old kid said, you know, Mom, I want to start wearing a dress. Okay, now in this day and age, uh, I mean, back when I was a kid, if I said to, if you were like a seven-year-old and you said to your mom or your dad, Hey, I want to wear a dress. They'd beat the shit out of you. And they'd say, no, boys wear pants. Girls wear dresses. Now, 50 years later, that's not so. 40 years later. Nowadays, if a seven-year-old, what they, what they say they want, more often than not, they get. 
Mom, I want to wear a dress. Now, some of you may actually um, uh, do like my uh, like parents did back in the day and say, no, boys wear pants, girls wear dresses. Other parents may go, well, that's what you want. That's what you get. Now I have a, um, I'm a, I'm a bit, uh, I, I'm, I'm as confused as the seven-year-old because I think this seven-year-old, I mean, I guess I don't know for sure, but you hear all the time about gender confusion. All right. Uh, I've got a loved one right now in my, in, in our circle. Okay. Who is, uh, going through, uh, a gender identity transformation. Not even kidding. And, uh, so as, as information trickles into my old mind, I've had to process this. And I, I can tell you that 15 years ago, I would have been like, fuck that. But now, you know, uh, I, I'm, I, I think differently. I don't care. I'm always very supportive when it comes to this stuff nowadays. Um, I've picked the brain of people that are, um, like maybe born, born a girl and becoming a boy or, uh, born, born a boy, becoming a girl or, or vice versa, you know? And, uh, what I hear, I have heard from people like this is I, I just, you know, I'm not comfortable. I feel terrible. I got a, a 50 year old friend in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I'll just say his name is Jay was born a boy. And I've talked about this and wants to be a woman. And, uh, I go, well, what's it been like for 50 years? And he says, it's torture. I hate it. I hate being a man. Well, all right. Well, what, uh, why don't you just, why don't you just become a woman? What's, what's keeping you from doing that? I'm scared. I'm scared of backlash. I'm afraid of how I'll be treated. And this guy is such a saint because, um, outwardly, well, first of all, he, he looks like a dude. He is a dude. He's born a dude. Okay. So right now he's total dude, but he, emotionally I can tell that he's like, you say anything to him. He's like bursting into tears. Like, Emotional, just very, very ladylike in that regard. No offense, ladies, but you, you, you get the stereotype. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. And so, you know, this guy ties, when he ties his shoes, bursts into tears. I go, I, I go well, you'd be a perfect chick. Oh, God, no. I go, yeah, quit crying and just go get your dick cut off. What the fuck is wrong with you? And uh, his kids know it. His wife knows it. And they're all like, Dad, become a chick. What are you doing? And the wife is like, "I'll still, I'll still love you." It's really incredible what the, what is going on here. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, just do it. What the fuck is going on? Whatever. Incredible. We live in a really uh, uh, crazy ass time because when you're you're like me and growing up, you didn't see that. And back then, people weren't encouraged to live their life. You know, I mean, you would get the shit kicked out of you if you even said you're gay, let alone want to become a chick. Holy fuck. All right. 
That's just background for this story because this lady in Idaho, she's the parent where the kid says, Ma, I want to wear a dress. And she goes, all right, sounds good. Let's. What kind of dress do you want to wear? She's a dressmaker. She knows everything there's to know about dressmaking. I want to wear a Spider-Man dress. And she goes, yeah, of course. Now, this is uh, this is mom right here. Uh, here she is. She's, Piper Phillips is her name. And she makes unbelievable clothing like that. I mean, look at that. She knows what the fuck she is doing. Okay? Um, and so... She says to her son, let's go to the fabric store and go get some Spider-Man fabric. And I'm going to make you a Spider-Man dress to wear to school. Okay. Mom said in a viral TikTok that they got to Joanne Fabrics. And uh, the person who's waiting on them. So they how can she goes, I need uh, some of that Spider-Man fabric. I'm making a dress for my son. And that's the problem. Um actually this all unfolded because she said she wanted to cheer up her son after she got a call from his school's principal saying bullies taunted him for wearing a dress. So I guess he had been wearing a dress to school before. I want to pause the story. If you're sending your seven-year-old to school wearing a dress, that's fine. But I think that if you're really going to do right by the child, before you get to the point of sending them to school where everyone at school is a dick, especially to a boy who's wearing a dress, just the way it is, kids are dicks. Schools are useless at defending those vulnerable kids who are wearing dresses and shit like that. They can only do so much. Um, and they, they'll actually, they'll, they'll only do so much. They're not going to protect that kid. So then that kid gets bullied, either kills himself or shoots up the school or has a terrible life because people are such assholes. Kids are such assholes. But I think this goes back to the parent. If a mom is going to send her kid to school wearing a dress and just say, well, they're, I hope they'll accept you. They're not. They're not going to accept that kid. You either have to homeschool them or before they wear the dress, they become a black belt in uh, jiu-jitsu or whatever type of mixed martial arts or wrestling or they lift a lot of weights and or karate, whatever. It doesn't matter as long as the child is a fucking uh, a trained killer and can do nothing but kick ass. And then you convince the child. You say, look, when you walk in, wear the dress and the first person who says a word, regardless of where you are, in front of doesn't matter who you're in front of you break their fucking nose right there and the more people that see it the better and then you stand over that motherfucker and you say that's what you get and if anybody else gives me shit about wearing this my little pony dress i'm gonna kick the fuck out of you and you practice and you rehearse the kid has a skill set 
And uh, you, you teach them all this stuff. You teach them to kick ass. Yes, this is all acceptable. You're nipping that in the bud. If you send the kid without that mindset, then they can't wear the dress. If the kid says, I don't want to kick ass. I don't want to do it. Well, then you can't. It's the only way you can, because you got to learn to defend yourself because you're going to walk in to a firestorm of abuse. And so by the, you break that first kid's nose and they're going to be like, oh, Ricky, man, he's a motherfucking, he is a son of a bitch. You're well, yes, wear that dress. We're going to love your dress. You are part of our squad. Oh my God, no problems. That's it. Okay, you make it so that that kid can beat up five kids at once. All right, I so I I tell you what, that's kind of going halfway with you. Yes, kid wants to wear a dress, let him wear a dress. Make it so that he can defend himself from these piece of shit kids that are going to do everything they can to make that kid's life miserable. There you go. What do you think of that? All right. Anyway, back to this. Piper takes the kid in to Joanne Fabrics in Moscow, Idaho. You know this is going to be bad. Jesus. This is uh, back on September 7th. Phillips wanted to cheer up her son after she got a call from the school's principal saying bullies were taunting him for wearing the dress. At the store, Phillips and her son went with the Spider-Man pattern fabric. At the counter, the employee asked uh, Piper's son what he was making, to which he said, a Spider-Man dress. The unnamed female employee expressed confusion about why Phillips was making a dress for her son. She just stopped what she was doing, Phillips recalled. She stopped measuring and asked us more questions. And I tried really hard to stop the conversation several times, and she just kept going. Phillips said the employee then began lecturing the two and told Phillips' son directly that boys couldn't wear dresses. Oh, no. Fucking how terrible is this? I said, oh, God. The employee became irate and wouldn't stop lecturing the two even after the store's shift manager came over to tell her to stop. Phillips said, oh my God. Mom says I was seeing red and I was just trying to stay calm, she said. You see, quit staying calm. You got to tell the kid, shoot video of me ripping this bitch's head off because that's what's going to happen. And then you get her in a fucking rear naked choke She goes nighty-night, and then you make her fucking face look like monkey bread. Uh, She added that she was, quote, very aware that my son was watching and listening and that I needed to model the appropriate behavior, and that's really hard to do in the moment, so I just tried really hard to stay calm and to speak bluntly and to the point and clearly put up a boundary. She said, I told her, stop several times. Phillips told Insider that her son took an interest in wearing a dress about a year ago after watching Frozen. Who wouldn't want to wear a dress? So I bought him an Elsa dress-up kit, and he put the dress on and twirled and smiled so big, I just loved it so much, Philip said. Now, I'm guessing that some people in the audience are cringing at that. Like, oh, God, that's that's terrible. 
And then a few months later, he found this fabric in my sewing room that was pink with butterflies on it. And he was like, mom, I want to, I want to make, I want you to make a dress out of this. And I was like, all right, you came to the right spot. I mean, what a, what a thing. His mom's a dressmaker. So he's like, mom, I want pink. I want ponies. Shit. Yeah. Let's do this. Mom puts card before the horse makes the dress and, uh, uh, kid wears it to school. He gets the shit kicked out of him. Come on. Well, that's it. Uh, the lady, the lady was working there. She didn't give a shit. And, uh, Joanne fabrics fired her. All right. Now that this is representative of a bigger problems of, of bigger problems. The world is not ready for in some spots for this to happen. This is happening more and more, and that's cool. Whatever. I don't care. I'm glad. I just am concerned um, about the future, and I'm not even kidding here. When kids go to school and they get bullied and they don't have the skill set to beat the shit out of the mob, all right, that sets a table for something terrible to happen down the road. This is all because of asshole kids and their asshole parents. All right. And since no one's doing anything about it, I think it is important for any parent who's got a kid who's struggling with their gender to make their child a trained fucking uh, destructive weapon, an implement of destruction that can beat the shit out of anybody. All right. So if you're going to send your kid to school wearing a dress, if they're not ready for that by being able to beat the shit out of everybody, you are making a huge mistake, in my opinion. Schools aren't going to do anything. They're a useless tool, uh, too. You got to take the matter into your own hands. All right? That's what you need to do. Chris says, out of curiosity, how many new subscribers does this TikTok mom have now? I would guess a lot. Amanda says, school needs an anti-bullying policy. They all do. That is then administered when the kids are being bullied. They all do. They don't work. None of them. You know? I fully support the beating of bullies by the kids bullied. I think it goes both ways. You can blame the parents of the bully, but you can also blame the parents of the kids who are bullied. I am all for violence on bullies. If kids get bullied, you got to teach them to beat the shit out of the bullies and do it in the most public way possible. Get that shit done. All right. On the Patreon, I'll be discussing Adam Levine. Adam Levine is married to a Victoria's Secret angel. One of those uh, you see on the Victoria's Secret fashion show. One of, the, one of the hottest chicks on the planet, Adam Levine's wife. This fucking idiot is having a midlife crisis. And 
all the women that he's trying to have affairs with are ratting him out, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Alex Jones is in the uh, is in front of a judge. It's the penalty phase of whatever. Every time you turn around, that guy's paying out more money to victims of the Sandy Hook massacre. Um, that whole business where he said it was fake. Um, and there's a, well, the people that follow Alex Jones are still causing trouble. I'll get to that on the Patreon, but I have the asshole of the day coming up. If you have any suggestions, please write them in the chat. Could be Eric for making fun of Joey Williamson's uh, uh, voice. How the hell? That's a fair question. How the hell does one's vocal cords get damaged during heart surgery? Yeah, I was, uh, my foot got badly hurt during brain surgery. What? Uh, order an Eric Zane Show podcast t-shirt so that in a few years you can get pissed off at me and send it back. Uh, you can get them at ericzaneshow.com. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan is where they have the greatest hamburgers known to man. You must try them for yourself. I suggest uh, either an olive burger, a BJ burger, that's right, or the Luigi Burger, all fantastic. Bosco'spub.com, part of Terra Square in Hudsonville, Michigan. With hockey season coming, I'm looking forward to heading over to Bosco's, meeting with audience members that aren't retarded, and then going to the hockey games afterwards. Bosco'spub.com. As I've talked about many times, my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. And uh, right in the middle of uh, Grand Rapids, Wyoming area. So if you're along 44th Street in West Michigan, three blocks east of US 131 is a street called Stafford. That's where they are. Reach out to them, 616-532-6600. Though I've been saying it for nearly four years, that they work on all makes and models of European, Asian, and domestic vehicles. That was news to Stevie, who announced when we were out to lunch Saturday, Oh, I've got a Chevy, so you can't work on mine. And we all looked at her like, what the fuck? Do you know what domestic means? What happened there? I think she felt dumb, but Jesus. 616-532-6600. Thanks, as always, to Dumpster Divers. Kyle from Dumpster Divers will be here tomorrow with technical difficulties and too many details on stories. If you need a dumpster and you are in West Michigan... Get a dumpster from dumpsterdiversllc.com. Cheaper than any other dumpster rental in the area. Lower weight limit, 
That means you're not paying for weight that you don't need. You can also call or text 616-375-9962, dumpsterdiversllc.com. If you are in West Michigan, have a dumpster delivered. Three different sizes to choose from. If you go to their website, you can book it all online, dumpsterdiversllc.com. They also do junk removal and demolition. More information on their website. We are winding down this catastrophe. Chris says, I got a big blue dumpy in my driveway right now. Maureen says, Stevie sounded kind of like me there. Yes, except I didn't go. (laughs) With the mention of hockey season, Showbro Michael 91 says, let's go wings. I think we should at least make the playoffs this year. I can't say that yet. I still don't see one superstar on that team. Not one. There isn't one player on the Red Wings now. I take it back. Moritz Sider, uh, superstar defenseman. But I'm talking about forwards. There is not one. Hello? There is not one forward who would be a first liner on any other team that is on the Red Wings right now. Your asshole of the day is brought to you by my friends at TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. What the hell do we have? Cecil and I witnessed a lunatic at the YMCA. Maybe. Dog GPS. The pandemic is over. Uh, All right. I got it. I got it. Wednesdays go by so fast because of dear meathead. Uh, today's asshole of the day is the bitch at Joanne Fabrics. My God. Thank you for being part of today's show. EricZaneShow.com for all of my stuff. Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, T-shirts, podcast. All at ericzaneshow.com. I will talk to you on the Patreon a little bit later on. Till then, stay gay and have a wonderful day. Thank you. This has been the Eric Zane Show Podcast. Talk to you next time and goodbye.